At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And there's a live look of the roar of the crowd as St. Peter's, wait for it, wait for it, there it is. St. Peter's pulling off yet another upset and uh, half this desk is devastated and whatever, Sean, do your thing. I, I'm not gonna boast and brag, uh, yes, not a lot, but yes, I am at my highest level of peacock activity right now because uh, <laughs> I sat here last night for three hours, and I explained exactly why I thought St. Peter's was a live dog. Purdue is a big team that does not play big. They have height, but they don't play inside out, so I thought St. Peter's could harass the ball handlers. I, I really thought they would need to shoot better in the first half than they did. I think they were 3 of 13 through about midway through the second half from the three-point line, but Purdue unexpectedly, could not knock down shots either. They allowed St. Peter's to stay around in the game. And listen, hats off to Shaheen Holloway in that program. I mean, what an outstanding job by him. A lot of times these teams, they get so emotionally hijacked by beating the initial team in Kentucky that they don't play up to that level. But great job of getting his team back ready to play. St. Peter's is for real. Hope you guys listen to the nightcap. The last two nights, we have yeah, given we you go. Arkansas money line as they beat Gonzaga outright and St. Peter's money line as they beat Purdue outright. So if you're going anywhere else for your gambling advice, you're in the wrong spot. Here at the Nightcap, myself, Tim Murray, we give you the best information available, and we discuss it, and we talk and work our way through the games. It's not about who's right or wrong. It's about you having the ability to hear two super intelligent, smart guys talk about where you should put your money. But we'll get into that in a little bit later in the show. As always, on Friday, we have some esteemed guests Derek Stevens, owner, proprietor of Circa downtown Las Vegas is here. Banksy, fresh off of uh, surgery. Where'd you go, Venezuela, uh, Argentina? <laughs> <laughs> He's back. And Wilbo, head honcho up at Stadium Swim. I'm sure it's been fantastic these last couple of days. I've had a lot of people 
texting me, tweeting me that they were enjoying themselves in the cabanas and the atmosphere that that provides. So, again, tune into the nightcap because you do get the best information. But you don't care about that bet because either you made it and you're happy, you want to make more money, or you didn't make it and you want to hear what we like tonight and tomorrow. So, as we kick off the show, just wanted to tip my own hat. All of you haters that hit me up on Twitter, I love you too. Just keep following. You good? Yeah. You would think that you would do that. I wouldn't have to do that. Do what? If you were giving out St. Peter's and Moneyline and they won, I would be tooting the ginger genius from all the high heavens. I bet against you, Sean. Derek, am I supposed to be like, hey, hey. woo, hey, Derek, my hey, Derek, partner. Hey, Derek, by the way, I bet against I mean, him. he's been peacocking about how many bottles of wine I have to bring him in our cigar bets. What does this say? This says... St. Peter's money line, seven to one. Mm-hmm. St. Peter's plus 12 and a half, two sticks. Yep. So I won nine cigar bets. You know, it's because funny, though. Mr. Shaheen Holloway. I am now in the lead. Turn that page over, though. That's Sean, all right. Sean it's all, was, it's all Sean about the end was, results. Sean wasn't even coming in and asking about the results. You know, when Michigan beat Tennessee outright, didn't even talk about that. What all those have check you marks. Done for me lately? Doom, 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 doom. I mean, that is, I'll say this, and Derek, we can get into how much the books got crushed, because everywhere you looked, every book, it was, you know, I mean, we can get into, I reached out to the Westgate yesterday, four to one, South Point, five to two, Uh, I saw uh, DraftKings, 73%, BetMGM, 75%, hey, I guess the, the betters, I guess, win sometimes, Derek. Because, I mean, that is that was unbelievable. Yeah, you know, Tim, here's the good news. We're still writing tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I would say if you happen to be a crook, it'd be a bad day to try to rob the joint. <laughs> <laughs> this St. Peter, that video did not do justice to oh, what happened. It was to deafening. We, we had more, we have more people cashing tickets on St. Peter's money line that I think are enrolled in the school. Think about this. <laughs> this is amazing. You know, we have more people here that bet St. Peter's that don't know what state St. Peter's is in. This is unbelievable. What what a, what a game! It's March Madness. Uh, we uh, we're glad it was the early game because they're firing away right, right now. They're firing away. They're firing away right they're now. They're flush with cash. <laughs> Beer prices will be uh, fourteen dollars uh, tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> fourteen for the bottle. Uh, Two dollars yeah. more if you want to yeah. add the cup. If you, if you want something inside that bottle, it'll be an extra ten dollars. I mean, I'll say this though, and I'd be interested in you guys' opinion, and because one of the angles that Tim likes to, you know, really tell is the stinky line, and one of the arguments that I made was because it's a one and done type of setup that sometimes you have to overlook some of the metrics because the metrics are an aggregate of the entire season. They're not almost, they're not always representative of how that team is playing currently. And so I think you get that a lot of times, you know, in this tournament. Yeah. You would have thought, you would have thought, you know, look at, look at a Purdue, um, the, the size, the depth, uh, you know, er, early on, I mean, St. Peter's had seven fouls on them when, when Purdue only had, I think, I think two at one point, you, you figured, you had to figure that Purdue was gonna was gonna come out earlier today, like about an um, let's say an hour before tip. I sat here and I listened to a very well respected better in Las Vegas, and he said, "Man, I wish you guys had a line of Purdue minus thirty. I'm in." 
I mean, I'm like, really? You like like him that much? He goes, yeah, there's just no shot. No shot. No That's shot. what I thought. I mean, I look, I wrote it up for VEASAN.com, and I tweeted it out. It was a bad pick, bad play. Uh, there were others that had St. Peter's. Sean obviously had St. Peter's. I thought, I, I thought tonight Matt Painter could not have coached a worse game. I, I was thoroughly unimpressed uh, by the game plan that he had. I thought there was no energy from that Purdue team. And you would have thought this was a game in December. I mean, where where was the urgency? And then, I mean, you've got a lottery pick. You've got a top five pick who looked absolutely lost out there in Jaden Ivey. He had nine points. He had six turnovers. The big boys did okay, but I thought they would take over that game, get their guys in the foul trouble like they did with Texas. I mean, if you watch that Texas game and then you watch Purdue play tonight, you would have thought that was two completely different teams. They were completely different. They were aggressive. They were getting their shots against Texas. Yeah, I mean, and like Sean said, credit St. Peter's, but I, I was stunned by that effort. It, they, it was, I mean, it, it was, there's a lot of credit that deserves to be St. Peter's, but there's a lot of criticism to be had for Purdue. And, I mean, just, I mean, that that's just, it can't happen. And I think that's why people should watch the nightcap, though, because you are, such an expert when it comes to like the actual metrics and, and you know knowing deficient uh, defensive efficiency ratings and things that analytics kind of track, but they also have the perspective of a former coach. So there are certain <clears throat> little sub subtleties that I see that I can always hone in on. Like one of the things I give Shaheen Holloway credit for, he subbed his whole five in. Like who does that in this kind of a game in the Sweet 16? Like it just shows the belief that he's instilled in his guys and the confidence that they're playing with that, listen, guys, when he says it's going to take a village for us to win this game, he meant it, and his actions backed it up. He took the whole starting five out and brought a whole new starting five in. What that does for the team internally from a belief factor, like I know that's more than I've seen from Purdue. Like Purdue to me is a front-running team. Like if they get out and they're hitting their threes and, you know, the big guys are getting putbacks, they're good. But every time this season that they've been faced with adversity, they fold it. You know, I've always thought that Jaden Ivey at this point in his career is a much better athlete than he is basketball player. And I think that was demonstrated tonight. Those guards, they really got under his hip. He was afraid to put the ball on the ground. He was turning the ball over. He's not like a fine-tuned, well-oiled machine yet as a basketball player. Like, because if he was, then he would have got right there on the free throw line extended and would have dominated a group of six-footers. But it shows that he still has a lot of room to grow. It also, one of the interesting things, and I'm going to back up Tim on this, is the one mistake I thought Purdue made, and this is why I really like St. Peter's. When you play a team like St. Peter's, they should have played Williams and Edie together. This yeah. isn't the conference. This isn't, okay, we're going to rotate them in and out and go with the hot hand at the end. If they had played Edie and Williams together, then they truly, that size would have really shown itself. But, you know, they didn't. And, you know, ultimately St. Peter's won. Hats off again to Shaheen Holloway. Man, heck of a job he's doing with that ball team. Hey, hey Sean, playing off your analysis of, uh, of St. Peter's before the game and then throughout the game, there was something from a betting perspective I thought that was quite a bit different. Usually, when you have a, a, a team, 13-point favorite, and that that team gets down. Mm -hmm. You usually see in game, all the money come on Purdue. All the money gonna be coming on Purdue. All the money. Come, that's what you would normally see, but something else happened tonight. Every every commercial break, more St. Peter's, more St. Peter's. It was it was really amazing to me. I, I usually don't see that when you got a heavy favorite, mm -hmm. they get down. People just pound it back in, but it did not happen in this game. So people saw what you just explained. Mm -hmm. By the way, just real quickly. Uh, UNC and uh, UCLA underway, under 12 media timeout. 
UCLA with an 18 4. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Team lead Jaime Jaquez is playing. He's got four points and Johnny Juzang out of the shoot. He's got seven and a three there. So UCLA, I got to imagine... Uh, you guys are, are pulling for the Bruins here. Yeah, we're pulling for the Bruins. It's the, funny. So is this rare? So you wanted you wanted Kansas to cover. You needed big time. You needed Purdue to cover. And here's another favorite you need to cover. Is that pretty odd for it, you it guys? Is, it is very odd. I mean, we, I mean the big thing was uh, St. Peter's money line. I mean, yeah, if, uh, if Purdue doesn't cover, then um, St. Peter's just covering the numbers all right. But the St. Peter's money line was just a whopper. These parlays, this parlay liability, these boys in the back are calculating right now. Oh, oh my God, boy. we're all scratching our heads. I would tell you the big game. To, the big game uh, now at this point is the house needs Iowa State for whatever that's worth to anybody. All right, we'll get into that game. Sean is uh, is feeling good tonight. I no, need... the nightcap's feeling good. When I win, the nightcap wins. You're a part of the nightcap. <laughs> we bet against Banksy. We bet against each other. Look at him over there. What Glo- about the rest of us? I guess glowing. <laughs> all right, come on back. Yeah, whatever. Do your thing. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup, like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, and hot or cold coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked, sizzling bacon, fresh-cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ bringing home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru. Pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Yeah, Derek's going to take over tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for another gig. I mean, yeah. if, 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 you could, if I, I, oh. well, betting ain't betting ain't good gig for me, anyways, either. So you know, you and me both. Uh, it is the nightcap. UCLA with a six-point lead right now over UNC, Miami, and Iowa State about to get going. Uh, so you mentioned going to break. Iowa State and Miami. So Iowa State or Miami. Is uh, is a liability. So Iowa State is a need here. Yeah, I was trying to put it out there while we still had a couple minutes left. Uh, we're uh, we're begging for a little Iowa State money. That's for sure. 
I mean, normally I would say I'd be all over Iowa State, but after I got, you know, destroyed with St. Peter's, I'm just going to just wait back. and. So the line has moved uh, a point towards Miami. It was two and a half last night. It's up to three and a half, three and a half now. I mean, it opens it's been, one. It's been all Miami all day. All day long, all Miami. I was actually surprised, Derek, that it was as small as it was. Just when you look at the two teams, Miami's been playing really good basketball. So, uh, but hey, Iowa State, no, I thought they would be here. I'm sure they're going to take a me against the world approach, too. We'll see. They've got yeah. to contain those guards. Miami's guards, really good. Both both, both, both teams looked so good last week. They both played great, great, great games. Uh, the one thing I would say is this is a type of game that if one team goes down, this is a game I'd have circled to do a little bit of in-game betting. Mm-hmm. If one if one team goes down double digits, I'd be coming back with with, uh, with a big plus number. Noted. I'll, I'll lose more money doing that tonight. Come on. You're all right. Hey, Sean. You're a good handicapper, man. Do you have a new nickname? I, I, I want to go back to the first segment here. Did you just call my man over here? The ginger genius. The ginger genius? Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe I missed that before. That's spectacular. Yeah, the ginger genius. That's my buddy. That's my my cohort. It's very nice tonight. That's my brother from Being another very mother. Very nice to me tonight. For real. I mean, any tall, gangly, like big bird looking. Yeah, the ginger genius. You can see the top of his head. You right. see this. Uh, game. See the Washington Capitals win that game in overtime in the shootout? Did you see that shootout? That. that I'm a little disappointed. Out? I, I'm disappointed with the shootout. I, I, first of all, I don't like it. But second of all, guys' momentum, they're not skating. They're skate forward, then they skate sideways, and then they move as slow as a two-year-old would go to the net, and then they make a move. They've got to change that. You've got to keep your momentum going. you got to go at some kind of pace. And then Ovi goes last, and I'm like, he's got to shoot. This guy, he's got a hook on his stick like a banana, and he deeks and he scores, and I'm just like, all right, I'll just shut my mouth. I don't know why hockey doesn't just do like a full five-on-five five extra, let's say, whatever a, a period is in hockey. What is it? Uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes, 20 minutes like extra 10-minute period, and it's a tie if there, nobody scored after well, that Well, 10. they used to do that. Yeah. They used to do Like, that. I don't like the way they do it, the three-on-three three and then the, the No, no, that's what should happen. It should go three-on-three three and stay three-on-three. Three. There's no way they go 20 minutes. And not score a goal. It just won't happen. Someone's got to take a chance. You got to start playing other guys on the bench. You got to put them out there. But their whole thing, and what I've, I've asked guys that run the league and coaches, and I'm like, why they have to get these games? And they're all worried about time constraints. What time they got to get out, get on a plane, oh, and get for the next out. game? I go, they're not like they're flying Delta. Right. Yeah, I mean that's the big thing is you get to go the three on three. You don't have to. You don't have to bring out the Zamboni. I mean, right? Like the guys Al Sabaka out of Detroit. I mean that that would that would about kill him if you had to do pull another Zamboni run between the third. The, and the, the book fourth has period. to be doing good in hockey. I mean, because you've basically made it impossible to take a favorite unless you go puck line, and the underdogs have been winning with regularity. How about the Rangers tonight? You know, I thought Pittsburgh would come in and play. They had three goals within, like, the first, like, two minutes of the game. Especially after the Igor game. What did he give up, five in the last game? So, it's been really erratic in hockey. I'm, and Puckshadamas has been hot, but it's been, a, it's been a fight. The Lightning, I don't know if they're tanking. I don't know what they're doing. They stink. Uh, I have uh, Avalanche puck line tonight. They're up 4-1. I thought they had a bad loss in the previous game at home. Did they come out? And then the Flames, I just think the Flames are really good. I had them puck line too. But I had to lay, you know, juice on both of those, even minus one and a half goals. Yeah, both of them. Did you say both those games were minus 400? Yeah, they're minus 400 or 360 or something like that. It's, it's ridiculous. It's hard to bet the favorites right now unless you take them on a puck line. And 
you can't it's hard to bet on them it's just it's difficult but this is the time of hockey where it gets fun and teams are ramping up and getting ready for the playoffs and if the vegas knights make the playoffs it's going to be a miracle but because right now they're right out they're on that they're on the cusp on the wrong yeah. side right they're right on the well, I don't know, one of those they right, teams, in, right in the wild card they're in the wild yeah, card, the wild card. Okay. these other teams have games in hand on them mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens we got half of chicago here it's unbelievable the Chicago. I mean, the 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 uh, Blackhawk game is unbelievable. Yeah. How many people we we were told Big sold out them last night. This was a double double sweet event we got going. They uh, won two in a row. Yeah, well, all the uh, I guess yeah, plenty of people in Chicago right now. That's where Iowa State and uh, and uh, Miami is about to uh, tip off. Shout out to the um, uh, the Tar Heel fans too for supporting St. Peter's today because St. Peter's home gym was packed. But I don't even know if they had anybody at the actual game. Oh, you talking about Run Baby Run Arena? <laughs> <laughs> but all of the uh, you know all think... of the Tar Heel fans were supporting St. Peter's. I appreciate well, that. Well, any, anyone not wearing Purdue was cheering on St. Peter's because they want they think they've got an easy road to the path to the Final Four if they if they win this game. So I imagine whoever wins this game. By the way, uh, under eight media timeout. Your live line here at Circa is UNC yeah. plus six and a half. Uh, as they trail 22 to 16, uh, that's juice dollar 20. Uh, Miami comes out, hits a three to start the game, so the Canes up early, three to nothing on Iowa State, who has uh, really played well defensively. But right back at them, and uh, they got a foul uh, going up there uh, for the break. But I got to imagine the betters will be right back at it. Derek taking St. Peter's on Saturday, whoever it is. Yeah, it could be could be the same thing. I mean, think about everybody that bet St. Peter's uh, plus 575. Nobody expected to win that, and then bam. They're all cashing their tickets. Yeah, of course it's coming coming that way. Plus six seventy. Yeah. Ooh. Just, plus six seventy. Yeah. Just to just to make it a little worse there. There we go. It's all right. I owe I think a, a whole box of cigars. Now. Nine nine bottles. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's cigars. I was wine. And like I had slowly I had built this lead for a long time over months and just like just taking them away from Sean. I got to, I got too uh, too greedy. I thought I was gonna pull home three tonight. Instead, I lost nine. You know how you go to the you know how you go to the big home poker game, and you you, you don't want to win too much first couple times you go. You don't want them, yeah. You want them yeah, to think yeah. you're like a fish. Oh. And then yeah yeah you Here really tighten the screws. He's starting to tighten the screws on yep. the ginger genius over there. Yep yep that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's what he's doing. Exactly. It was the old bait and switch the old time. <laughs> yep. Like last, said that. like last week when he was like, I love Tennessee. Tennessee's going to win by a million. I'm like, I'll take Michigan. And they won outright. But, you know, I came in, cool, calm, and collected, just, you know. So did I. I said we when I tweeted out. I said Why this is about we? the nightcap. It's not a we when I lost to you. It, it, you know what I'm saying, Big Balls? By the way, Big it. Balls got to witness me in When you have a television in, in show, rare you form. want eyes. You want eyes. You want viewers. Well, there's viewership. A, it's a competition well, on air. So if they come to see you lose or me win, either way, we want more eyes. I feel like you guys need, like, couples counseling or something. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, normal. By the way uh, speaking of that, Derek, is it now time to take Iowa State, Miami up 7 nothing? There you go. Early, you're going to get a good number here. We going to commercial right now? Uh, we got two, two minutes. Oh, okay, we're at commercial, so they're going to post it. Uh, so switching, Iowa State plus seven. There we go. So sw- Minus 120. Switching gears slightly, there. Yeah. Oh, of course, there. the NFL doesn't oh, yeah. want anyone else to shine. I mean, this has been probably one of the most star-studded free agency periods we've seen. What has the the take been like on from a future standpoint? It, it has been unbelievable. I'll tell you, this offseason in NFL 
I mean, we're not that far away from the Super Bowl. I mean, we're effectively, we're, what, five weeks away? Mm -hmm. But this free agency period and some of the really dramatic, dramatic events, the, the Rodgers event with what happened, the craziness with Tom Brady, uh, you know, this Tyreek Hill deal cut everybody off guard. Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. I mean, out of the blue. You could make an argument that the Chiefs are the worst team in the AFC West right now. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable to think that. You can make an argument that the Raiders are best. You can make an argument that Chargers are the team to look for with what they're doing with their with their D-line. Really amazing stuff. Now, I haven't heard this, but, uh, again, one of the undertones nationally starting to gain traction is that Brady is going to be on the move. Yeah, that, that, was, that, Steven Ross was that rumor today? is really pushing to try and come up with a deal to get him to Tampa. When there's speculation out there, does the book ever act before it actually you, happens. you have to act on it because, you know, when that SI report came out, said they're working on this deal that uh, Brady's going to the Dolphins. Like, how can that be? And everybody's looking at cap, but you got you to gotta protect yourself. So, yeah, it had an impact on the number. All right, uh, let's get a little more into what's happening in, uh, in the NFL. Get you update on the games. By the way, UNC now down just two. Well, make it, make it four. This game is up and down. UCLA leading by four. Miami. Up by seven out of the shoot. It's the nightcap here on these. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. For a fresh start, and we mean a real fresh start with lasting change, take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in, in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside the crew on a Friday night, Derek Stevens, Banksy, who's on the DL right now. How's the hand, wrist, or whatever it was? Feeling wrist good? Wrist surgery. I'm all right. I You're bet right. I could beat you in golf right now. That's about the only way you're going to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> Big balls after a busy uh, couple days, and tomorrow, I got to imagine, is just uh, another monster up there at Stadium Swim. Yep, weather's helping out, but it's going to be an unbelievable weekend. By the way, Iowa State has the lead now, 8-7 to seven over Miami. Great advice from Mr. Stevens. Let's talk about that actionable advice on nightcap, yeah, right? Absolutely. Down 7 nothing. Miami's up 7 nothing. right when we go to break. Tim Murray over here quickly jumps on his app, and he bets Iowa State plus seven and a half. You got the hook, right? Got the hook. You guys were only offering Amazing. seven. Amazing. Circa was only offering seven, so I had to go. You got a I had shot. To go, I had to go elsewhere. I had to get seven and a half elsewhere. Uh, late a little juice, dollar fifteen. Uh, but I do have Miami money line. Got that earlier this week. Didn't get it. I mean, there were some people who got that. Maybe not plus money, but maybe minus one hundred five around there. Because I mean, this Probably, this yeah. opened Iowa State one. Yeah. And now it's, it's, it's been it's been nonstop Miami though. I mean, it's, since the line was posted all the way through yesterday, today not, never stopped. In game betting is extremely effective, but you have to have a plan. For instance, when Purdue got up early, I got St. Peter's plus seven and a half in the first half 
for plus 115. But, but I just had a plan. I was like, if, if St. Peter's don't look like, because I already had a money line and points, but I was able to get extra value. In-game betting, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. But, I mean, it forces you to make the decision right there, especially in basketball. You're um, absolutely right. I'll tell you what, that that's what's changed about sports betting. I mean, when I was a kid coming out here, you have to make your decision before right. the game. <laughs> and then you got this little short window at halftime to be able to figure something out. But now you got to go in, you got to make your – Pre-flop play. You got to make your play, but you have to have something in mind. What happens if I go down seven nothing in a football game or up seven nothing? You have to have the next play in mind. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right about that. Yep. Um, we were talking a little football, by the way. UCLA leading 28-26 over UNC with about two and a half to go in the first half there. So uh, an entertaining first half, playing a little bit like uh, the the spread indicated, uh, two and a half point game in favor of the Bruins. Uh, you guys are pulling for UCLA here. You're pulling for what? You were pulling for three favorites and now one dog in Iowa State. Right? Iowa State's the big play for us here. St. Peter's. Did you guys take any <laughs> random uh, St. Peter's to win that region bets? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. I would not like to talk. What do you remember? I'm on, I'm on, do you remember I'm on, I'm on what a group that text was? With Matt Metcalf right now. Reminded me of our uh, no comment policy on specific bets. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I can't remember what the the price was to win the region. I, well, was I could, it ten thousand? I could tell you the price was exactly ten thousand to one. <laughs> oh my god! And there's a reason I know that because it was ten thousand to one. Wow! And and this was before the Sweet Sixteen games, right? No, uh, no, 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 no. This is before the this is before the bracket, the tournament. Yeah, the but tournament. they still were the longest odds. Sure, even sure. right before. This oh yeah, right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. They were three, three thousand to one to win the title yesterday. Here, maybe thirty thousand to one. I mean, they were long, very long. But now they play the winner of North Carolina UCLA, right? Correct. Both terrible matchups for them. You could see this could be. A I good... thought Purdue was no, no. This could be a good day for prop swap. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> prop swaps a, a decent uh, uh, friend, friend of the friend, network. Friend of the sure. network, of course. Prop swaps always been a. And you know what? Not to bring up and, and needle my co-host, but I forgot I did win another cigar bet today. Yeah, uh, no, I actually won it the other day because uh, we had a bet. You took Gonzaga NCAA wins. Oh yeah, I did lose. And that. I had I Tyler knew. Boyd Super Bowl catches. I knew that was had five. Yeah, <laughs> so I won to. <laughs> What? Check off another one. That was a circa. I think it was a circa. Prop. Yeah, it was a circle prop. <laughs> Remember they did like the. How uh, you pull it out, Tyler Boyd, right now? Hey, no, man. that was that was one we did back we before were, the Super Bowl yeah, game. Before the Super Bowl. So we you put, know they had all the Super Bowl props. They had like some crossover crossover props. I yeah, guess you call props. it. Yeah. So ten cigars in one day. Ooh. No, that was last night. Yeah. Oh, and he sorry. got Duke one last yesterday. Night. He got two yesterday because he had Duke over uh, Texas Tech. <laughs> Jim has sorry, no idea sorry. what's going on. He's sorry. writing down everything. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a, just a plethora of victories for me. But don't call it a comeback. Just like just like uh, Derek having to give it away cash today to uh, pe- Peacock on the money lines. I had to give away a lot of. You know, it was National Peacock Day today too. Yeah, right? it made me like my bet even more. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I was with you on that one. I'll tell you this: the, I, I sat through that game with you over there. Uh, I was just saying, I've never seen someone so angry. I'll tell you this: Derek comes Dumb in basketball. and he tells us what they need. But I'll be honest with you: if you wager at Circa, win or lose, you have a great time. I'll just tell you: that's one of the few places I've gone to all the books in Vegas, and I don't have to call anybody by name. But I'm just this is the one where. 
You have a great time regardless. I disagree. I did not have a good time today. He did not have a good time. Today. I disagree. <laughs> I'll tell you that right I now. I mean, Derek, it's, it's a lovely place. I love Circa. Uh, I did not enjoy my time uh, prior to the show today. So his issue today wasn't <laughs> just that he lost. It was because I was right. <laughs> yes. So yes. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. You think, I'm not this mad if I just lost a bet. It's because I lost the bet to Sean, too. It was like a triple whammy. It was like I wrote it up for the website. I bet it personally, and I I lost to Sean, and I lost my huge lead in our cigar bets. And now I'm gonna have to get him some black and milds, you know, at the at the convenience store one of these days. Lies. Sorry, Swisher Swisher Sweets. I will That's say this: you, you do have one that you're gonna win. We took a bet whether Malik Willis will be drafted in the first round. Still got Kansas against no, Duke there, sure. and, and he went yes. Uh, so transitioning to that slightly, what kind of action have you guys been taking? I know the draft is still, what, about 20-some days away? Yeah. Uh, what kind of action have you guys been, been taking early on? Because it's been a lot of movement at, at the top of the draft. It went from Evan Neal, who was, I think, minus 120, to now he's... You well, you know, guys don't have anything up yet, right? Right. So, Sean, I mean, this is tough for me to say to a Super Bowl winner, but fortunately I've got a guard and a tackle between you <laughs> and me. I'm not the biggest fan of booking of booking the NFL draft. I've, I've never been. I think there's too much inside information. Um, the volatility's a little crazy. Um, I, I'll just tell you, as a Detroit Lion fan, I love what Malik Willis is doing because the Lions have an opportunity. Their their second pick overall just went up in value. So we we're not booking it yet. And the one thing I want to say to all the VC listeners right now. You got to make sure you know the exact rules of NFL draft betting mm-hmm. based on what state you make the bet because the rules for draft betting are different in every state. In Nevada, you have to cut off draft betting with a, a I think it's uh it's either 48 hours or 24 hours. In Colorado, it's only 2 hours before before each pick and it rolls through the night. You gotta know the rules of the state, and this draft betting is just kind of wild, wild west. So, we uh, we've not seen any action because we haven't booked anything yet. We will obviously because the draft's coming. I didn't even know you could bet on the draft until I started this show. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, we draft night. I mean, tonight and draft night were like comparable oh, of of your of your your level of excitement walking into this studio. Draft night was not a good night last year on the nightcap. Yeah. I would say tonight is uh, is kind of up there too. It's a great night. What are you talking about? Draft draft's a lot of fun. I mean, there's no other place. You, I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. But uh, there's a lot of inside information. Mm. So real quickly before we uh, let you guys enjoy the night. By the way, uh, halftime, UNC and UCLA. UCLA leading by three at the break. Miami up six over Iowa State with 12 and a half minutes to go in the first half. 16 to 10. Canes leading Iowa State. Um, how much movement did you guys have? Uh, with with all of these moves, what about Tyree Kill going from the Chiefs to the Dolphins? Much movement. Think about Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Oh, this is going to be unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and Tua played pretty good. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's down on Tua, but Dolphins are going to be a fun team to watch. They're going to be a must-watch team. Here's what's interesting about that move. I didn't really when I, my initial response was it doesn't make any sense, but then I really sat and thought about it, and I see what Miami's trying to do. When Tua was at Alabama, he had the best supporting cast in the country, and he was excellent. He's proven since he's been in Miami, he still needs that level of support. So I think that's what they're trying to do. We're going to surround him with elite personnel across the board and see if he can duplicate, you know, what we did, what he did at Bama, which really was just manage the game. 
you know, get the ball to the right guys in the right spots, and, you know, it was enough. So we'll see if it works. I don't know what it was like here, but I was in Michigan yesterday, and I'm seeing Jets, Miami. And I'm like, there's no way this guy's going to the Jets. <laughs> I'm like, he, he's got a, he can make his own decision, can he not? And, well, the, I mean, the and, Chiefs and, and, apparently gave him where do you want to go. We got these two offers. I'm pretty sure the Jets wasn't one of his going, yeah, I want to go to the Jets. <laughs> I looked at that state tax, and I could be in Florida with no state tax. It was an easy decision. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Great stuff, fellas. Hey, hey guys, thanks very much. I'll tell you, where else are we going to be? It's a Friday night, downtown Las Vegas. We're on the nightcap. Thank you so much. Have a great night, boys. I'll see you at the bar. Yep. All right. Yeah. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, halftime at UCLA and North Carolina, the East Regional Semifinal. The winner will take on. Yes, St. Peter's, uh, the Peacocks winning earlier today, 67-64 plus 670 on the money line here at Circa, 31-28 at the break. Brady Manick, uh, 10 points leading the way for UNC and uh, pretty balanced scoring so far. Uh, three for, uh, only three Bruins are, are on the board, but spread it out. Jaime Jaquez, questions about his ankle, Sean. Uh, eight points, three boards. Uh, Johnny Juzang, seven points already. He got off to a good start. And uh, Jules Bernard has nine points, so I beg your pardon. Uh, Tiger Campbell also has seven. So the <coughs> starters combining for all 31 points, nothing from Cody Riley yet. And uh, so the UCLA Bruins currently leading 31-28 to 28 over UNC as Iowa State cutting into the deficit up against Miami. It is now 16-14 midway through the first half. So here's my early evaluation of Miami-Ohio State. Ohio State is controlling the pace Iowa of State. I, Iowa State. They're controlling the pace of play. If you go back to February 9th, where things kind of turned around for Miami, they went nine and they've nine and three mm-hmm. in their 12 games since. They only scored less than 70 points one time, and that was in the uh, game versus USC. I think it was like 69. 69- At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Sixty-eight or, or something was the final score. So this game is a lower scoring game, which favors Iowa State in my opinion. Because they're more of a defense oriented team. So if they can continue to force Miami to play this style of, of basketball, I think it enhances their chance to ultimately come out victorious. Yeah. I mean you look at Iowa State 
they're top five uh, in defensive efficiency, and they've shown that so far this postseason. You know, stifling LSU, uh, really, uh, really making Wisconsin struggle uh, in that second round game. And uh, so far on this one, though, Miami's actually shot pretty well from three. Got off to a really good start, three for four from long range. Uh, but Iowa State right now, and, and as um, you know, as Derek mentioned, we'll see if it ultimately comes home. But you know, with a game with such a low total, to grab seven, seven and a half, two minutes into the game, uh, was was kind of crazy. So uh, there you have some of the the prop bets for this game with uh, with the Canes and Iowa State uh, for. Um, for Miami, uh, Kyle McGusty or Cameron McGusty already has uh, two threes in this game. So uh, Miami off to a pretty good start here against Iowa State. It's been such a fascinating tournament, Tim. Yeah. I mean, when you just look at, I mean, just think about this. When you looked at the SEC, I thought that was the best conference in college basketball. But if you'd have told me that I only could take one SEC team to still be alive as we're starting to move into the, the final eight, it wouldn't have been Arkansas. Yeah. You know, if you told me the big 12 with, with all of the, you know, Iowa and, and, and Wisconsin and Johnny Davis and, and you know, the, the schools that we thought were better, Iowa state wouldn't have been, you know, the mantle I would have hung my hat on Now, Granted, Kansas is, is still there, but it's just fascinating. Even the ACC people thought the ACC was, was down this year, and yet Miami's favorite. I don't know if they're going to win tonight. Duke's already advanced. North Carolina is in a tight ball game right now. So it's just fascinating, you know, how important it is in college basketball to be playing your best basketball come tournament time. And uh, I think that's what you're really seeing this year. Yeah. I mean, I certainly with UNC, you look at them, um, you know, they've, it's hard to figure out, play better, the, you know, the win at Cameron. And then even when they were winning before that, and then they laid an egg against Virginia Tech. Yeah. I, I just the UNC team continues to perplex me. And I'll say this. Look, the, the ACC wasn't very good for their standards, wasn't good this year. However, to your point, uh, Miami, with their guard play, uh, got a vulnerable two in Auburn, who was not playing all that well and, and certainly outplayed them what's interesting about this game though Sean going back to Iowa State and Miami right now is it's still a two-point game and and to your point this game's starting to play a little bit into the hands of the Cyclones is you know Miami combined to have I think seven turnovers in the first two games of this tournament Mm -hmm. against USC and Auburn and they've already got six here tonight that's what Iowa State wants to do that's what they you know thrive on so that that's going to be the, the interesting thing to keep an eye on here as this game continues to uh, to move forward with eight minutes to go is does this play into the hands of Iowa State with more turnovers like we had seen, you know, in previous games so far in this NCAA tournament? Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. Um, I think if you're an Iowa State supporter, you got to feel really good. They're over three from three. Uh, neither team is in major foul trouble. So it looks like they're defending without fouling for the most part. And this is what Iowa State wanted. They wanted to, to ugly the game up and, and find a way to get it, I think, to the last three minutes of the second half. And, and so far, it, you know, it looks like that's what's happening. You know, eventually sometime you think Miami's guards would start to kind of – their talent would start to create separation. But, I mean, as we've seen today, <laughs> you just kind of – like if it, I wouldn't even know what to tell you the in-game play right now. I don't know what the the totals are, but I'd have to think that you can – you know, the way this is going, there's no way this game is getting in the 120s. So if you could find like an in-game total 
and I don't know what they are because, you know, of course, we're on live live television. Do anybody in the back, Aaron, you guys see an in-game total right now? Uh, the latest in-game total, uh, this was probably at the last media timeout, was 133 and a half. Actually, you have it right there, 124. Oh, yeah, I feel like you uh, got to take under there. I mean, just the way this game is going, uh, no way they get the 130s. I don't know that they get to the 120s. I mean, it, what's interesting about tonight is the first two games, St. Peter's and Purdue, that goes under the total. Providence and Kansas also goes well under the total. That was, you know, 66-61. Providence, shout to the Friars. Uh, their season ends, but another another cover for Providence, man. Providence there. had eight points with five minutes and 32 seconds left in the first half. I was listening uh, to a good chunk of that game on the radio driving in, and at the end of the first half, I should say, and... You know, one thing that they pointed out was the fact that Providence was playing as poorly as it was, but it was only down yeah, 11. You know, yeah, it was 19 to 8. Yeah. Now it's like, wow. So Kansas moves on, uh, which, hey, actually, you know, I bet that I won. They move on to the Elite Eight. So that was uh, one that I got. And then they will get the winner of Iowa State and Miami. Uh, for Kansas, I would think you'd rather Miami move on. I, I don't think you want to see a, a conference foe that knows everything about you. I think you'd rather see a, a Miami team that you don't, that that doesn't know uh, the pieces about you. But that was the one game we didn't really talk about. But Providence did cover, so both dogs obviously have covered tonight. One winning outright in St. Peter's, uh, but Providence getting the uh, the late cover had 17 points at the half, Sean, mm -hmm. and ended up with 44 in the second half. They won the second half, I believe. Let me see if they covered that second half number. They did. Kansas was actually a second half favorite, so Providence came out, won the second half, covered the second half. Uh, the Friars season ends at 27-6, and six, and uh, Kansas moves on. Uh, Remy Martin, 23 points off the bench. No one is a fan of Remy Martin that had Kansas. I mean, he didn't make any of his free throws down the stretch, and he fouled the Providence three-point shooter. Kansas was up six with under 20 seconds left, and he fouls him, and the guy hits all three of his free throws. So anybody that had Kansas minus seven, Remy Martin's not there. He, he's definitely not their favorite player. I will say this well, is they about, might have lost without Remy Martin tonight, though. David McCormick was uh, was absent. Yeah. Uh, Christian Brown had six points. So you know Remy Martin, he's you know he was a, a long shot to win Most Outstanding Player. You know earlier this week could have got him around fifty to one in some spots. I actually thought that was worth a flyer if you thought this Kansas team could uh, could make a deep run. And based off of their draw, uh, they're going to be a significant favorite over whoever comes out of Miami and Iowa State. Two things to uh, hammer home your point about. Kansas preferring Miami, absolutely. Uh, they beat Iowa State 62-61 in the first meeting, and then they won by nine the second yeah. time. Very familiar with them. But it, fascinating. We haven't talked about this. I don't even know who I give most valuable player to right now. Yeah, but remember, MOP is just the final four. Right. So it's just the final four. But, yeah, if you had to pick right now. Man, I don't even know. Maybe. I mean, you have to think Paulo's in the lead just because of the profile. With yeah. Jabari Smith and Chet and Jaden and then Johnny Davis and uh, Toshiba and all those guys not being there. And no one for St. Peter's has, you know, been a consistent, you know, lighting up the, the scoreboard type of uh, situation. Um, you know, Houston, you look at Shed. Yeah, Shed's been playing well. He had 21 yesterday. Kyler Edwards had 19. But, yeah, man, Ben Carroll. But you got to dig to find those guys. Like, yeah. Paolo's sitting right there. Yeah, and once right. again, I mean, he's going to be depending on – he'll be one of the favorites to win the award because, mm -hmm. of, you know, Duke's draw right now, taking on Arkansas. I and, love Duke tomorrow, by the way. We'll get into that a little bit later. I love Duke tomorrow. 
I think it's a tough, tough matchup for Arkansas. Okay. Yeah. We will get into that. 17-14 right now. Seven and a half minutes to go in the first half. Miami leading Iowa State. Your second half line, by the way, here at Circa is UCLA minus one with a total of 74. Bruins leading UNC at the half, 31-28. That game should be starting up momentarily. Once again, Miami with a three-point lead over Iowa State. It is now a tie game. All Take the tied under. up at 17 there in Chicago. It is the nightcap. We'll look back a little bit at what unfolded earlier today here on Decent. Check out. Check out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.